This is Library Nerds with Words, the podcast that gives you the word on all the cool, nerdy happenings at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond. From books and concerts to search engines and story times, the library nerds are in and ready to show you that being a nerd can be cool. Get ready, get set, get nerdy. Welcome back to Library Nerds with Words, the podcast that gives you the word on all the cool things happening at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond from the people who know it best, library nerds. I'm Marty Ackett, Adult Programming Coordinator for Peter White Public Library, and joining me in Nerdopolis today is Communications Coordinator for Peter White Public Library, Andrea Marsh. Welcome back to the podcast, Andrea. It's a joy to be here, Marty. <laughs> you know, I'm always excited to be talking with you, um, but again, in the spirit of full disclosure, Andrea and I talk all the time, because aside from being colleagues at Peter White Public Library, we also share an office. So she is privy to all the crazy programming ideas I come up with before I even start planning them. And Andrea pretty much knows everything else that's going on at the library as well, since it is her job to get the word out about everything. New books, contests, summer reading, concerts, movies, art exhibits. You could say that Andrea sings the praises of Peter White Public Library all day long. Yes, that is a hint as to what we will be talking about a little while later in the podcast. Before we start dancing in the street, another hint, Andrea, we have to play another game of Word on the Nerd. I'm going to ask you three library nerd questions about yourself, and you have to answer them for the listeners. So, Andrea, are you ready to play Word on the Nerd? Andrea, this is going to be a little game of Would You Rather?, I'm going to ask you three would-you-rather questions, and you have to truthfully answer them. And today, we are going to be talking about music, bands, and favorite singers. Again, this is a little hint as to what we'll be talking about later in the podcast. So, here's your first question. Would you rather travel back in time to 1969 to attend the original Woodstock concert, or would you rather travel back in time to 1981 to attend Simon and Garfunkel's concert in Central Park. Oh, whoa, <laughs> this is hard. Oh, this is a hard one? I just got the chill. Um, mm. That's hard. <laughs> that is deeply, deeply hard. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's do a simple pros and cons list right now. <laughs> um, there's a lot of people at Woodstock. There was a lot of people at Woodstock. I'm really concerned about sanitation. <laughs> well, there was no sanitation. Exactly. So Simon and Garfunkel, I'm coming to see <laughs> Simon you. Simon <laughs> and Garfunkel, 1981, we are coming your way. Yeah, I look at those. I've, I mean, I've watched the film Woodstock, and I just, it doesn't look like it was cleanly, pleasant. But again, then Jimi Hendrix. Mm -hmm. Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin. I think James Brown was there. Come on. I mean. Like the lineup is like out of this world. However, <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel are always out of this world and it's in Central Park. I mean, thousands and thousands of people were there. Exactly. It was one night, right? That was just one night. It yeah. One night of peace, love and happiness. And then you get to ride the subway home <laughs> or go enjoy some incredible cuisine. And <laughs> It's, um, yeah, there was no incredible cuisine, I don't think, at Woodstock. I'm actually really surprised that I answered 
Simon Garfunkel. And okay. Were asked me five years ago. Uh, you've been like Woodstock all the way. Yeah, and now in my wise years. <laughs> that happens. As you get older, you're like, oh, because I was like, man, it would have been so cool to be at Woodstock. And now I look at it and I go, hmm, yeah, hmm. It's very romantic. Yes. Anyway. Okay. So I'll go with you on Simon and Garfunkel. Okay. I, as you know, the questions get a little harder from here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Here's your second question. Would you rather bring Elvis Presley back from the dead for one last concert or bring Mozart back from the dead for one last concert? I instantly want to go with Mozart. Mozart, okay. enjoy some classical I think that Mozart would be a fun guy to hang out with, too. I mean, thinking about his compositions back in the day like he was kind of like a slayer like, he's a rock star he, was, and he had great hair um, Elvis doesn't have anything on Mozart's little bow in the back and yeah he was just banging on the keys all right yeah. all right probably shake his hips too I I would think that he could you know I think that he would have been a really interesting person to see perform um because I think that he was he was wild and um in a good way what, in a good way. Maybe in a bad way too. You know, um, but Elvis Presley has those peanut butter and, and uh, banana sandwiches too. But you know, I, I would go with Mozart as well. I guess a follow up question would be for Elvis. Young Elvis. Yes, yeah, so I was like, when would you bring Elvis? Young back? Elvis. Yeah. yeah, like hip shaking, every driving everybody crazy, Elvis. Mm -hmm. Not not the end of life, Elvis. Yeah, not that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Here's your last question, and maybe this is going to be an easy one for you. Would you rather sing a duet with Taylor Swift or sing a duet with Beyonce? <laughs> so last night I was having dinner with some dear friends and we were talking about, is Taylor Swift on Beyonce level? Mm -hmm. Oh, you were talking about this. Okay. Okay. Have, you have to be really careful with how you answer this question. <laughs> Shift, wait, Swifties. Swifties, are, Swifties, yes. are out there, and there is a concert coming up at mm -hmm. Soldier Field. Yeah. And my favorite news reporter, Tia Drogdon, <laughs> she's going. Mm. I would do T Swift. You would do T Swift. I would do T Swift. Wow. One, because like I can't. Well, one I can't sing. Pure <laughs> but like Beyonce level range. Yeah. I mean, that's a dream right there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. T Swift and I can just talk about like girl problems <laughs> and boys and boys <laughs> and breaking up with boys and getting back together with getting boys. Getting back together with boys. Okay, so it's T Swift for you. T All right. I think you know, given. If I had a voice and could keep up, I would go with Beyonce. You know what? Went on stage. Beyonce. Beyonce. So, so I support you. Okay. All right. See, those were hard questions, weren't they? You did a good job. <laughs> all right. All right. So we have come to this end of this special concert edition of Word on the Nerd, this time with Andrea Marsh, Communications Coordinator at Peter White Public Library. And now the time has come for you to sing for your supper, Andrea. <laughs> Yes, this is another clue as to what Andrea is talking about today. So why don't you share with us the word. All right, Andrea, what's on your mind today? Well, Marty, or <laughs> as I like to call you outside of the office, Party Marty. Party Marty, <laughs> yeah. Party Marty. Okay, so Party Marty, as we know, on um, summer 
is finally coming. Yes. We are out of the dog day. No more snow. Don't say the word. It might happen. <laughs> but um, we're looking outside the window right now. I see leaves on the trees. Mm -hmm. Birds are flying around. Lots of green. Yep. If we were to open the window, which I don't think we can, no. we would hear we would birds. Hear birds. So like that puts me in the mood for our concert on the steps. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so excited. Um, this is gonna be my first summer. Okay. Really partaking in the every concert. Concert on the steps, yeah. And so um I just really want to focus on our first three concerts. Okay. All right. So on June seventh, a month before my birthday, please write that down. Oh, July seventh. Everybody, write that down and and uh, mark that. We're going to be having a a, a party for Andrea. We're going to redo the Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> We're going, Central Park. Exactly, and you know, or maybe Woodstock. Although I don't know if that'd be good. Um, no. Another year. Okay, so I want to start off with June seventh. Troy Graham will be kickstarting our concert on the steps mm -hmm. summer series, and I want you to do some homework. So I'm sorry, listeners, you got to do some homework. Homework. So we're gonna start off with album number one, Bob Dylan Live, 1966. Okay. I was not around when no. this was recorded. I wasn't either, by the way. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so the hit songs on this one, um, personal favorite, Desolation Row, mm. Tell Me Mama, Leopard Skin Pill Box Hat, mm -hmm. and finally Like a Rolling Stone. Okay. It's kind of a basic song, but that was my gateway into Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, and all right. In uh, the ripe year of 2008, when I was 18, and yes, I was buying cigarettes, <laughs> um, I, my friend and I went to go see Dylan, and... I'm happy that I had that experience. This was prior to him winning the Nobel Prize. Yeah. An amazing accomplishment. Yes. Um, I'm surprised I understood what he was saying and that he's still like singing he's, today. He's still going strong. He like, still is. I mean, he's got to be, what, 90%? Like, he's almost 100%. Like, he's, <laughs> well, he's almost 100 years old. <laughs> he's not that old. Well, he's probably in his 70s, I would say. Late 70s. He's lived hard. Well, yeah, and he looks like that, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would too if I was Bob Dylan. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I think it's um, okay to say that Troy Graham is influenced by Bobby Bob Keith. Dylan. Yep. Mr. Um, Zimmerman. Mr. Zimmerman. <laughs> My next one um, is... <laughs> My favorite album ever. Yes. I love that. This is a masterpiece. Yeah. One of the greatest albums ever recorded and the first album that was considered a world genre. Right. And I am talking about my OG, Paul Simon, Grace Lynn. Oh my gosh. Paul Simon is just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, just start from finish. This is an amazing album. And I would like to think that Troy is influenced by Grace Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this is a masterpiece. You can check this out at Peter White. Highly recommend. Um, one album that... I did not find in our stacks downstairs. Mm -hmm. It could be checked out, and I hope it is because it is another masterpiece. Mm -hmm. But it is Cat Stevens, T for Tillerman. Oh, do I, I say more? Mm -hmm. Another album, start to finish, and I feel like it does culminate the sounds of summer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. I love I love Cat Stevens. So mm -hmm. I'm yeah. I'm holding a uh, Cat Stevens Buddha in the chocolate box, which is doesn't have the same effect. Still pretty good. Um, but Even yeah. bad Cat Stevens is good Cat Stevens. That's what I always I mean, say. Sounds like you're a cat lover. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last but not least for Troy Graham, there is a box set. I don't know if our patrons oh, wow. at Peter White know that we do have a box set collection. 
This one will take you a solid chunk of time to get through. Um, you have you have a lot of discs to choose from. <laughs> but I do want to highlight from this one on, do you remember? Of course you do. Mm. The very great song, California Dreaming. Oh, my gosh. Papas. Mamas and the Papas. California Dreaming. Oh, my gosh. It's so whimsical. And if that does not make you want to wear mm-hmm. a floral print dress I and know. dance in the streets while there's live music Nothing outside. better than Mama Cass, I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> it's just such a dreamy song. And it really does make you forget about your troubles. Mm-hmm. And so that, that song is on this box set. Also, another Dylan cover done by Johnny Cash, Don't Think Twice It's All Right. Oh, wow. Another one to help. I don't think I've heard that one Um, version of it. Yeah, neither have I, but I read it, and I'm excited. So I might check this one out. Mm -hmm. So if you want it, come beat me to it. (laughs) Um, Last but not least, on this box set, um, Harry Nielsen. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know what? Great songwriter, great folk singer. We don't talk about him. People don't know him that much, you know? So on this one, it's Everybody's Talking, but I do want to talk about his song, um, Gotta Wake Up. Mm-hmm. I have a 10-year-old. He's not a morning person. <laughs> and the other day, I put this song on to get him up. He was aggravated. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So, Harry Nielsen. Um, he didn't enjoy it. He did not. I think there was some swear words involved. <laughs> I, I sped it up. But um, I do believe that Troy Grant is highly influenced by mm. many, many more artists in this box set. Once again, you can find this in our AV section. All right. All right. So, that's Troy Grant. We're going to move on to one um, concert that I'm really excited about. And this is going to be on June 12th. And it's Ramble. Campbell. Uh, this is Andrea's. If if you you don't know this, but this is Andrea's like favorite local band. Mm-hmm. He loves Ramble Tamble. Um, they're stir fries. <laughs> I I didn't know that I was a huge fan of surf rock mm. until I realized that it was a genre of music. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I yeah. realized I've been a fan of <laughs> surf rock your whole life. So <laughs> just let me be a little girl fan. <laughs> okay. So, Surf Rock, we're going to start with the mirrors. We didn't have anything in our Peter White collection. We're going to Really? I mean, it could have been checked out. I didn't go on. Okay. All right. But the Spotify station of the mirrors, mm-hmm. highly recommend. Okay. I actually play it a lot in the office. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I can vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's upbeat. It just puts you in a good mood. There's not a lot of lyrics, so you're able to really focus in on your work. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't want to do work, it really helps you just look outside. The look window. out the window and go, boy, I wish I was outside yeah. enjoying this beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? The weather's only going to get better. That's right. <laughs> Another king of surf rock is Dick Dale. Mm-hmm. I recently started to listen to him. And man, is he surfing safari. Oh, yeah. I want to get my bikini on. And <laughs> I won't go jump in Lake Superior because it's too it's, cold. It's, it's way too cold. Yeah. yeah. But I'll, I'll play the part. <laughs> I'll sit there. And um, last but not least, one of my favorite bands of all time, Booker T and the Angies. Oh, yeah. Their album, Green Onions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I rarely ride in the elevator, but when I do, <laughs> green, the Green Onions album really gets me lifted to a different level. All right. All right. Yeah. So Ramble Tamble, mm-hmm. surf rock music. We love them. I'm not done yet. Oh, oh my gosh. You got more. Okay, so wow, she's really fangirling here. Insider Scoop. Mm-hmm. I spoke with lead guitarist Dylan 
Oh, Dylan Trost. Okay. For an exclusive interview. Oh, wow. The interview was um, done via text, but it still counts. (laughs) It still counts. It still counts. She's got all the documentation. So, So, Ramble Tamble is totally inspired by the collection of artists. Um, Some of them I listed below. Uh, above, excuse me, but the other ones are, they are really influenced by the Beatles, so I would oh. like to recommend Rubber Soul, mm. um, because it has Norwegian wood on it, mm. and Michelle, which is my middle name. <laughs> yes, I was named after the song. Were you really? I was. Wow. My okay. mom is a huge Beatles fan. fan. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. And then um, the ventures. It could have been worse. She could have been named Eleanor Rigby. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. No. Eleanor Rigby Marsh. <laughs> yeah, it's just the. I can't wait to tell her that. <laughs> the ventures, another super mm-hmm. surf rock um, duo. This is live in Japan, '65. Once again, I wasn't oh. there, but I'm sure it was great. I wasn't there either, by the way. <laughs> Okay, okay. This is a, this is a really random selection, but Britney Spears. Yes, they do a Britney Spears cover. Oops, I did it again. Mm-hmm. This was my album from my childhood. <laughs> I haven't heard this album in probably 20 years. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, I still know all of <laughs> And so I might offend some people right now, but the hit song from this album is not Oops, I Did It Again. Oh. It is not Stronger. It is number seven, Lucky. If you disagree wow. with me, please send me a strongly worded email, <laughs> at info, and we can discuss this. <laughs> Last but not least, I do have some requests for Ramble Tamble. Okay. I want to hear more Spice Girls. So Did they do a Spice Girl? I've no, never heard should. of you. Okay. They really, really should. So mm-hmm. Spice Girls, I'm holding up just their Spice Girls, their um, wannabe album. And I want to hear, in particular, Spice Girls covers of Stop. Who do you think you are? And spice up your life. So, yeah. Dylan, if you're listening, Dylan and the boys. <laughs> spice up my life. Yep. And and if it's not Dylan, you can do his brother, Devin. Devin and so. um, the fun drummer. Yeah. So, I need a really, I'm not a fangirl anymore. I don't know all their names. You've got to get the drummer's name down. He, he teaches at Marquette Alts. So. Oh, um, we might have to edit that. <laughs> all right. My last musician is June. 14, mm-hmm. Mr. Ethan Bott. Now, this is a talented individual. Yeah. Um, he can really get into character, and he is, he's the country boy. He's oh, the country God. boy. I think this is the first time we've had an all-out country musician as part of the Concert on the Step series. And I think it's going to be really successful because, mm-hmm. like, um, old-timey country is really creeping into um, and influencing so many genres that are very popular yep, today. Yep. So right now I'm holding up another box set, Willie Nelson. I'm pretty sure Ethan knows all of his songs. I'm, I'm, I bet on it. Incredible <laughs> because his discography is huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to grow a beard if yeah. I listen to all it's, of it. It's amazing how, what he's written. And and he wrote song, He started out as a songwriter, so he was writing songs for other country artists before he started recording. And he's not stopping. No. No. There's no style. He's like 90 years old now. He's, and he's older than Dylan. <laughs> he's, uh, he is definitely <laughs> older than Dylan. Could sound a little bit better. <laughs> Sounds a little bit better than Dylan. Okay, so, um, yeah, I haven't really got into Willie Nelson personally, but I do know that Ethan Bott is highly influenced. So mm-hmm. maybe listeners take on this journey with me as we go through Willie Nelson. Um, a country star that I am familiar with. Hold You're not going to say Taylor Swift, are you? Um, no. I'm okay, good. <laughs> 
Jennings. Oh, Waylon, yes. If you're not familiar with Waylon Jennings, I highly recommend you download the series tour, Tales from the Tour Box. Okay. It's like an animated... You told me about yeah, this. It's really well done. So it's an animated version of just interviews. So you're mm-hmm. not just like watching talking heads and like, oh, I did this when I was <laughs> on the tour box. So they do a nice comical spin and it's very artistic and okay. visually pleasing to watch. But Waylon Jennings, we don't have the album that I really want to talk about, but it's, um, my favorite song of his is I've Never Been to Spain is a cult classic. So if you haven't heard that song, do yourself a favor, get on your Spotify, your Amazon <laughs> Music, and listen. It is, it's a builder. Yeah, okay. And we can't uh-huh. without talking about my favorite. Oh, boy. A little DP. Oh, Dolly, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. <laughs> Who doesn't love Dolly Parton, for gosh sakes? You know, she's a, she's a cult leader. Uh, she's I, I'm in the cult of Dolly Parton. I mean, she's got a new album coming out. Mm-hmm. I think Rock Songs, yep. right? Rock Star. And she's wearing an eye patch on the album cover. It, I think it's going to be so good. I sure hope. She's, she's doing duets with people, too. Um, good, because she's another songwriter who's been mm-hmm. writing songs forever for famous songwriters, musicians, whatnot. And she's she can't stop. Mm-hmm. She's just like, she's like the female version of Willie Nelson and Bob Dylan. Okay, I'm going to say something controversial here. I'm ready. Um, I like her version of I Will Always Love You better than I like Whitney Houston's yeah. version of I Will Always Love You. I'm right there with you. <laughs> so if you have any problems with that, contact A Marsh at pwpl.info. We'll continue this. <laughs> um, so another thing about Peter White, I don't think they have my favorite album, which is All I Can Do. It's one of her earlier albums. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one that I'm holding is just Best of Dolly Parton. And it seems like um, when this album was released, she was still with Porter Rag- Wagner. Right mm-hmm. If you're uh, a nerd like me and you love DP, <laughs> you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But on this one, it starts off with the ultimate backbeat riff song, Jolene. Jolene. And you know yep. what? I can listen to that song one million <laughs> times and I will never get sick and tired yep, of it. Yep, yep. And then when we start, we go down to the bargain store, which is a, a great song. Mm. Um, I will always love you. I will you. always love you. It's so good. Um, did you watch when Dolly Parton was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I did not. Well, Brandy Carlisle sang, sang that coat of many colors. Oh, I was ugly crying, <laughs> sobbing, and it's, yeah. And to make matters even better, I was watching it with like somebody who I'm dating. Mm. And we're newly dating, and like, I don't know him very well. And here I am, sodding over Coat of Many Colors. <laughs> he's like, wow, you really love Dolly Parton. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, wow, <laughs> uh, maybe I need to check out here. <laughs> yeah, this, is a, this is a big DP fan. And then he wraps it up with Tennessee Mountain Home oh. and Traveling Man. Oh, which is a great so, story about yeah. a daughter falling in love with a traveling salesman and her mama. <laughs> she's a storyteller in her songs most of the time. She yeah. Is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know what? That concludes <laughs> my um, excitement for the, the, the kickoff of the concert on the steps. And again, it starts in June. Mm-hmm. Troy Graham, always a fun, a fun night when, when Troy comes and entertains. But we have so much good music coming up this summer. 
And I think that we front loaded with some of the best that, and, that we have. And once again, that was only the first three. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen individuals and bands and musicians I didn't even mention. So there you go. I mean, it's like it's literally like one concert a week, sometimes two concerts mm-hmm. a week. So drag out your lawn chairs mm-hmm. and uh, come and slather on some sunscreen because nobody needs any kind of uh, uh, skin cancer or anything. But I will say this also, if, if uh, God forbid, there's rain on the night that we have a concert on the steps, um, that we will still have that concert. It won't be on the steps. It'll be in the community room. But will still be a great time. It will still be a great time. But um, so if you're thinking... You know, like, oh, it's raining, and I really, and I don't know if Troy's going to be singing. He is going to be singing, um, but it will be in the community room if it's raining. Mm-hmm. So, but hopefully, you know, um, the the powers that be will make sure that we have sun and warm weather all all summer long for that. So, all right. Well, we have come to the end of this special concert edition of Word on the Nerd, this time with Andrea Marsh, Communications Coordinator at Peter White Public Library. And a huge Dolly Parton fan. And she's seen Dylan in concert. If you had said I'd seen Paul Simon in concert, I would have been so envious. My BFFs, Emily and Cole, they saw him at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. That's when you go, I just don't want to hear it. You know, I just don't want to hear it. So, all right. And now um, the time has come um, for, because I can't let you out of the hot seat just yet. No, it's too warm. I'm cold. No. Okay, so we have to find out what you've been reading um, that's been making you lose sleep at night or distracting you during the day. Um, it's a little segment on the podcast we call Off the Shelf. Andrea, what book would you like to recommend for today? So, Marty, yes. I am reading this book. Um, it was printed in the 1940s. And it is a very famous book. Mm. It's by Iona Fuller, and it's called Loon Feather. Loon Feather. Loon Feather. I, Iona Fuller. Yep. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. Well, I-O-L-A. That's Iona. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's about a story of the daughter of the infamous chief Tecumseh as she lives on Mackinac Island and mm. kind of navigates between her her cultural traditions and the the new world that's really creeping in okay. and infringing on her her world. Mm-hmm. So far, the print is so small that <laughs> I can only read a chapter a night before my eyes start hurting. And I know how to solve this problem. Yeah. I'm just not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready to get are readers. We, are we talking readers? These are like, you know, like $1 glasses yeah. at the dollar yeah, store. I think it's ego thing where I'm like not that old. But then but then you get those readers and if your kid irritates you, you put them down on your nose and you look at your kid and I'm telling you, it's a, it's a really great intimidation when you're a parent. But you're really selling this product. I know. Um, <laughs> so, so far, um, I was, I was not, I'm not a youper. I was uh-huh. born and raised in southern Michigan and the neighboring town is Tecumseh. It was okay. named after the chief Tecumseh. Mm-hmm. So it it really makes me feel homesick, and it's it's really romantic. It's mm. historical fiction. So far, I'm slowly reading it, and mm-hmm. I just need to get magnifying glasses for my eyes, aka <laughs> readers, a chain. You know, I got to get the whole like 
granny package. Please let me take a picture of you when you have those readers <laughs> down around your neck. Maybe that will be the image of this week's podcast. <laughs> um, so yes, it's so far a good read. Mm. You just got it. Um, so, and, and the person who wrote it, that's not, is it the daughter of Tecumseh that wrote no. it? No. it's about her? It's, uh, it's historical fiction, so... Okay. Um, Oh, you brought this up the other day of like what kind of genre that is, mm -hmm. where um, it is not. I don't think it's an. It's like an ethnography, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Then, yeah. So, um, Loon Feather by Iola. What was the last name again? Fuller. Fuller. All right, Iola Fuller. Um, Loon Feather, and that is the recommendation. But if you're going to read it, make sure you get readers or have bifocals. Get your readers out. Get your readers out. So there you have it. Andrea's recommendation of a book that you should pick up. Off the shelf. And we have come to the end of this week's episode of Library Nerds with Words. I want to thank Andrea Marsh, Communications Coordinator here at Peter White Public Library, for stopping by Nerdstock today. Come back next week when I will be sitting down again with Melissa Allen, head of the circulation department at PWPL. Until that time, everyone, stay groovy and nerdy. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Library Nerds with Words, Peter White Public Library's weekly podcast, giving you the word on what's cool at the library. The theme for the podcast is Happy Clappy by John Bartman, used courtesy of Pixabay. This episode was written and produced by Martin Ackett's and sponsored by Peter White Public Library. Until next week, pick up a good book, listen to some good music, watch a good movie, attend a great event, and remember, library nerds are the coolest people around.